You are listening to The Exchange with Joy and Katie, a podcast that inspires people to pursue their passion with purpose and to make an impact. Advancing the kingdom everywhere. We love to chat with inspiring people to exchange ideas on how we can live radical, Jesus-centered lives on Monday through till Saturday, as well as Sundays. Hi, this is Joy Blundell and I'm hosting an exchange of ideas. We've been chatting with people who understand that their workplace is their mission field and their Monday to Saturday is their ministry. A meeting really inspiring, but very uh, everyday ordinary people who apply their skills and passions in uh, the different spheres of society to advance the kingdom everywhere. And we're still in the middle of uh, COVID-19 and we've been asking different friends and colleagues uh, some of their reflections, uh, what they have reclaimed in this season, how they are resetting and if society has been chopped up and everything has changed, what does it look like for us to reform and to bring a new future to build something new and uh, so today I'm joined by my friend Tim Anderson who is a church leader in Cambridgeshire. Uh, I'll introduce you to uh, him in a minute. Uh, Tim uh, this is an opportunity for you to dig into your work and your calling and who you are and what God might be doing through your sphere of work and maybe for us to hear a little bit about the network that you're part of and the church and the people uh, that make up your church as together you're in community partnering with God to advance the kingdom everywhere. So, hi Tim, thank you for joining us today. Joy, great to be with you and uh, thanks for the invitation to come and chat. I'm really excited for it. Fab, well I'd love you to uh, tell the listeners a little bit of who you are. Give us a bit of a picture of what your life looks like, your context in Cambridgeshire, a bit of your calling. Uh, Maybe tell us, uh, like we ask everyone, what you were doing at 11.30 last Wednesday. Unpack that a bit for us. Yeah, that's great. Well, um, essentially, yeah, I'm I'm based in Cambridge, uh, but uh, work with churches um, across um, the east of England and particularly really interested about how can we inspire churches in market towns and rural communities, because I think often uh, these have been places that have been a bit overlooked and often the church can feel a bit sort of back paced from perhaps what's happening in the more vibrant cultural, you know, kind of city context. Mm. And so a number of years ago, I had the privilege of um, coming to serve a church um, just outside Cambridge in Huntingdon and uh, pastor there. Um, and we've been looking at how can you create vibrant church within, um, you know, market town communities uh, and also been a blessing out to the villages um, and what does church look like in these smaller locations. Um, so, uh, yeah, so so lockdown has been really interesting because I mean, obviously you kind of miss that that physical interaction with people. Uh, so I, I, as most people now, I work from home from my little office um, to start with, it was crazy. Uh, my daughter was back from university. My son was back down to the city from London working at home. And we're all in this mosh pit of life in this house. Uh, thinking, how are we going to do this? Uh, so at the, at the start, I was uh, had a little desk at the corner of my bedroom. Mm. Um, uh, but I've just loved connecting with people um, uh, on, on um, online, uh, helping people in, in think through how do you 
how do you do um, relationships and community and 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 life in this context? Um, so I spend a lot of time on my time with teams, encouraging them, uh, thinking creatively, problem solving, um, and uh, how how can we kind of walk with God through through these really challenging times? So yeah, so um, have really enjoyed uh, have really enjoyed that aspect of been able to engage with people um, in new ways um, uh, and, and and trying to make the most of that during this time as well. So, yeah, right. so, yeah, yeah. Fab. So that's some of what I do as, my, uh, as, as part of my life. Yeah, it's good. Obviously, this podcast goes out across the Ground Level Network and there's loads of um, connections there, aren't there, with similar kind of context yes. of network of churches. It's great to collaborate together. Um, yes, I'd, yes. I'd love to hear uh, just briefly what we've been asking people what they've been reflecting on, what they've lost recognizing it has been a difficult season for some but also what have you been reclaiming what have you refound yeah yeah i think i i I think having time to uh, like so my me and my wife annie um we've celebrated 25 years but we've just started that daily walk that we got to get uh, Mm. get to have in the beginning we've just started walking daily together and do you know what that is reclaimed so much in our marriage just being able to talk share regularly daily at a much deeper level than i think we probably were before and i and it just like how much of life are we running this you know just this rat run of just all this this high pace of busyness but actually how important was some of that stuff? Yeah. And I, I think we're, we're purposing, you know, there's some things now like that, that we, we are going to begin to redesign our lives around, around rhythms of rest, um, quality time, quality time with people. Um, it just exercise. So I was just starting to engage with running uh, again, which I'd lost some of the rhythm of that. And again, just personal exercise, just time in the scripture, um, just yeah, feeding into my own walk with God. Um, I've just been able to have, although aspects of this time have been really uber busy because it's all online and you're editing stuff for Sunday rollouts and all sorts of stuff. That it hasn't all been, you know, one one's had to be intentional about about that. Um, but I, but certainly. I'm going to be asking questions about, or well, do I really need to travel all that way to see that yeah. person? Can I be doing that online, or, or, or actually, what is important now? Um, and 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 evaluating things that we were doing just because we were doing them before. I don't feel like going to cut it as we go forward, and we have to be radical, radical about asking some of those questions about what is really bearing fruit and what is going to bear fruit coming in to the next season, and be and be and be prepared um for us to close some things and to stop yeah. doing things and to really reform at this time so i'm quite excited about that and i think with our leadership teams we're talking about about that what was what will what will we stop keeping stopped and what will we keep stopped mm. and what will we reopen yeah. and i feel quite excited about the new the new page and also looking at our roles and and how people are positioned um um, and I think I feel quite excited about that as well, because one of the things that I've really enjoyed about from a from a church context um, has on, on our just part in some of our, even our Sunday dynamics on, on what we've been doing online, because we haven't been able to be so physically connected. We've tried to bring more stories and 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 visibilities um, 
for members of the church that perhaps wouldn't normally get a platform on a Sunday. Mm. And we've unearthed some amazing stories from people and heartbeats and their passions. And, and I feel like we know some of our community in new ways now. Yeah. And now I'm beginning to think, well, how can we, how can we mobilize an army of people and not just a couple of professionals? Mm. And I think that really excites me about how can we unlock the body of Christ yeah. to be the full expression of, of Christ in these days. And I think that really excites me about this time. Yeah. Yeah, me too as well. I think I'd love to, I really want to dig into that kind of reformation question, uh, bearing in mind your role as a church leader and um, and what you just said about the people unlocking uh, the incredible potential in uh, the community that you get to uh, lead and um, equip and encourage. Um, can we skip then to that question? Because if we think about... Uh, we're the people of the new story, the people who uh, of vision, who uh, Jesus uh, describes uh, or, and to John, uh, you know, in the book of Revelation, uh, where uh, see a new city and uh, we're the people who get to bring that city to earth. Uh, Jesus said, yeah. pray, let uh, your kingdom come right now yeah. as if heaven's here already. Um, yeah. I'd love to hear from you as a church leader. What do you feel like it looks like for... Um, us to uh, equip and mobilize the body of Christ for mm. reformation to bring a reforming of our nation and our society to look more like mm. heaven. Mm, it's very good. It's very good. I I wonder whether one of the keys keys lie um, in us really knowing our strengths and knowing who God has wired us to be as individuals and really beginning to flow in that. And I think a lot, of, lot often we, we, we end up spending time trying to make ourselves into people that God's never designed us to be. So people that we, we think we ought to be, um, or we try and work on our weaknesses all the time, but don't celebrate the strengths of, of the giftings of who we are. And, um, and obviously, to about revelation, obviously the book of Revelation was about ultimately the revelation and the revealing of Jesus and the manifestation of Jesus. And I, we've just as a as a church community in Huntington, it's been freshly brought back to um, the uh, to, to Ephesians four um, eleven when when Paul talks about um, the, the the ministries and that were embodied within Jesus's kind of life flow that were then deposited to the church mm. um, for the equipping of the church, but also that the church could come to the fullness of Christ. And like we, and, and so we've been really interested about how can we really express the heart of Christ as a holistic community in all our different strengths, uh, w you know, w within, within, uh, within our town, uh, within our workplaces, within our own church life, how can we really begin to express that? And obviously, um, uh, Jesus um, uh, flowed um, in 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 probably five strengths within his own with his own ministry um, around the advancing of the apostolic, around the the prophetic challenge and the connecting of God and the revealing of God through that through the, through that prophetic mantle on his life. Um, through that evangelistic anointing to uh, and that role in his life to uh, to um, to introduce people to God, to uh, to promote and advance the kingdom, um, uh, the that that shepherding role, how he just loved and valued people, and 
he can engage with the one as well as the masses um but how he really cared genuinely for people and i i think our society is just looking for kindness and something that's genuine mm. at the moment and i i think people just found something really genuine in jesus that jesus was genuinely interested in them and i and and and, and then there was that you know strong teaching gift uh, obviously in jesus and and i think um and that he had all five of those that so I think, you know, we see those latent within, within society, within culture. Um, but I, but it's like, um, uh, Alan Hirsch and the five Q guys have really kind of, I think kind of reintroduced this to us to think that, that, that Jesus reclaimed those and, 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 and in, as it were kind of capacitated them back to his church saying, this is, this is how I flowed. You know, this is how Jesus flowed in these things and expressed the kingdom through those five 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 um, flows, if you like, mm. and he's then deposited those giftings back within the church. And I think the problem is, Joy. I think we've had lots of misconceptions about those ministries, like you know, the the, the teacher is someone with a big black Bible and a mm. pulpit who's mm. uber qualified, has had ten years, you know, academic research, mm. and I can never be a teacher. So what we've been trying to do over this lockdown time, we've just had a month of just trying to debunk some of those stereotypes and actually identify. Um, and what we're finding is um, as we're trying to do some, uh, do, do some exploration around, well, what does it actually mean to be uh, um, you know, a teacher or a shepherd or evangelist? Mm. What does it look like? Now, we've got people's like, like, little lights to switch on their life saying, oh, so actually I have got a teaching gift, but I, I can actually use it in the way that God's wired me not had to stand on a platform and be a massive, you know, an amazing speaker, mm. but I, I can help, I can help bring my friend along in little next steps in my own walk. And I can, I can be activated in that gift. And I think we've, we, we, we've, we've done ourselves a disservice of, uh, of, of saying, well, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not a Billy Graham or whatever, so I can't then be that. And I think these are not new things. We've been working on this for what the last 40 years as the new, as, as this new stream of the church. Yeah. But I think, I think God's just quickening this all again mm. and saying that, but these, but often we've applied these for these giftings just within the church. Mm. And I think actually we need to see the apostolic, uh, you know, flowing, you know, right in the, in, in, out in the mainstream of the business world um, and in society you know, innovating that entrepreneurial giftings. And we, we haven't understood that actually some of that entrepreneurialism that we sit with is actually part of that apostolic gift set. Mm. And we actually need to be activating, you know, the plans of heaven right down into, well, what does that look like for the way we restructure what we're doing in business or how we're doing this in our, in our workplace or, yeah. or in our community. Yeah. And, uh, and I think that's so exciting when we realize that I don't, you know, that is not just in church I get to flow in. It's actually we, we um, the church is called to be uh, to be found in all the world. Yeah. Uh, and, and I love what you're doing, Joy, because you're just sort of busting all these, you know, kind of boundaries and, and mindsets we've, we've confined ourselves within. And I just think as people realise who God's anointed them to be, that we can go and be that. So one of the joy, uh, one of the little things I I, I do is. Um, is I'm a chair of a local football club, um, a junior football club, and I think we've got 20 plus teams now. My wife and I have been quietly growing it um, year by year, and it's so exciting. 
but I get to exercise, you know, some of the mot- passion, the motivation. God's given me to encourage mm. people and to motivate communities. To you know, we're, we're like, well, how can we bring kingdom values into our football club? Like, how can we bring kindness and caring for it? So we've got a fund for some refugee families that, you know, they've got their kids playing on our team and we've been able to help support them as a family through the generosity release of the football club. And it's, you just like to think, well, you know, we, how can we bring the values of the kingdom right into where we are and, and, and bring our best strengths into yeah. this? And, and also, I think, you know, some of those, all, all those Ephesians 4 um, or Ephesians 5 kind of giftings flow in all of us as well. And sometimes I can go, you know, Tim, you're not pastoral, so, you know, of course, you're not going to get it right with that person. But actually, no, part of my role is to be shepherding. Mm. And, and, and if, if I'm, you know, heading up an organization, there are times when actually the you know the clarity of the prophet isn't needed in that conversation. Mm. It's the caring heart of the shepherd mm. that I need to be playing in with my staff or, or my team in that moment to really bring God's heart into that. And so I think activating the, the ministries of Jesus um, into the 21st century are going to really help reshape the kind of society that's going to going to reflect the heart of Christ, but really bring flourishing. Yeah. And I feel quite excited about that. Wow. So yeah, that, sorry, that's a bit of a rant, but that's some thoughts I've been, been brewing on at the moment. Uh, that's great. And I wonder if some of our listeners, just hearing that for the first time, it really resonates with the GLX community and what we're trying to do in terms of mobilising all the saints for their ministry in the workplace. Mm. Um, but often when we use the... Um, the, the fivefold ministry, we talk about the church leaders, like those professionals who are the ones given to the yeah. church. And so I think I'm just aware that we're kind of on a bit of a then um, new paradigm of talking about this, um, not just for one or two people, but for the, yeah. the whole church. So just um, kind of clarifying for people who might be hearing this for the first time, what you're saying is uh, this is an expression of who Jesus is because he flowed yeah. in all five of those it's found in the body of Christ but it's also latent in culture yeah. and um, I think so. yeah and, and so if you um could you kind of spell out for people you know we've got people in business people in education people working in the health sector and media and pol- politics listening to this how could that show up um so we're not just talking about people in education would all have the gift of a teacher are we like could no, you no, yeah, like unpack yeah. it a bit how could it show up yeah. in different places as people yeah. are listening thinking oh well, i wonder where that is in my life yeah no yes very good very good so yeah so so i think some of the characteristics for example we would see in that apostolic role which is like one who's sent um often uh, would be i mean that was le- that the secular term would describe someone who was empowered as an agent sent to conduct business on behalf of others or an ambassador of royalty to, to govern and to shape and it you know and it might be you just sit there and meeting i can just see how this needs to be shaped or actually why are we not focusing on that area like well that needs to be developed and that um, and um, all, all, all that visionary thinking, that mm. motivational dynamic, you find this kind of that entrepreneurial interest um, uh, uh, that, 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 can, that can see like the advancement of, you know, we've kind of got stuck here, but what's the next wave coming? Mm. And I think often you see like the, the apostolic and the prophetic working really closely together. Um, and, and I think the characteristics of the prophetic are you're that questioner that sits in the boardroom asking the one that just has to ask that awkward question. 
and you're not just odd, that's actually part of your gift mix where actually, uh, you know, and we need to embrace, uh, you know, some of these characters can be quite, you know, we can feel quite threatened by them, but actually, no, actually we need the question that, that asks, you know, that asks those awkward questions that challenges the blind spots that we've had that agitates for positive change mm. um, or confronts, confronts powers and authorities that are not living up to how they should be and I, I think actually when you know in the mainstream of our our, our work roles um, uh, you know we can begin to challenge the status of how things are or how companies treat employees and actually be a voice for challenge and change right where we are um, and that can be as legitimate as a ministry as bringing a prophetic word on Sunday morning. Do you know what I mean? Um, and and I think that's really important. I mean, obviously, you know, the, then there's other role, you know, the evangelist, the shepherd. We're we're more used to those, I think, because mm. you know the traditional pastor role within the church. Sometimes I get to people and 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 and, and, and that teaching gift. Um, but but I think the teaching gift is also interesting. I think. People that love detail and 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 conform structure and make sense out of the out of all you know. So I I, I love surrounding myself with people that are, are, are just logical thinkers that can take my my yeah. and they just turn it into something that can really work. And we need that diversity on teams as well, actually, which I think is really really important. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think also um, we, we it's also really important to to know because we. Um, was it um, was it Voltaire that said if, if God has made us in His image, we have we have returned the favour uh, to turn Christ into our image? Mm. And I think sometimes we can we we see we we see the world through our our, our own minds, our own strengths, and and we can see the whole world being prophetic. When actually we need that pastoral heart of God that someone else really bears that really strongly. Mm-hmm. And I think we need those different people mixes on our teams to bring to make sure that we've got a really I don't know um, uh, fully orbed and 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 caring but progressive uh, but challenging but really thought through organization mm-hmm. and I think if we're lopsided into a- any of these five we, we will be deficient as yeah. an organization and I think you know we can even be recruiting people along the lines of actually well I need some people with those dynamics you know to re-advance you know holistically what we're trying to do as an organization as well mm-hmm. so I think it's so yeah so so there will be some of the some of the things we've we, we, we've got some uh, PDF sheets that we'll be very willing to share that mm. unpack a bit more the different characteristics of the uh, um, of of how these gifts can show up within the mainstream as well as within church as well. But I think yeah. it's a very interesting to think along these lines. I yeah, think. yeah, it's amazing. And I think um, well, I've been a little bit nosy and kind of perched myself in the corner of some of your uh, uh, online stuff that you've been doing as a church just to kind of watch because I found it really fascinating and um, having uh, read a few books a few years ago it's just something that's reawakened inside me again and I think the thing that's quite helpful is what you point out for us to understand that uh, there is certain way that we've been created and wired that does express something of who God is because we're made in his image and often um, if we don't feel comfortable in that then we can just try and push it down but that actually our role as um, church leaders leaders of community a community of people who are on a journey of maturity to look more like Jesus is to bring out those aspects of uh, those people and equip them so that they can reflect God to the 
place that they've been planted and put around. Do you want to just tell us um, briefly what you've been doing in your, on your Sunday mornings and I think Thursday yeah. evenings as well, the deep dives? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. So, so what we've uh, what, what we've been doing on Sundays, we've been trying to unpack each of these um, elements over the last five weeks, um, and we've been doing that through. Um, yeah, just some uh, uh, just some conversations. Um, we've also had the opportunity to interview. Um, so, Joy, I know we interviewed uh, you on the on the role of the prophetic, which was absolutely brilliant, and that's been a great thing just to get out of our own community and go meet people that would be um, particularly strong in some of these uh, areas, which has been very good. And then we've been trying to have some um, uh, online conversations with people within our own fellowship that would be. Uh, um, uh, which feel more aligned with some of these areas, a bit more strong. But these will be some of our strength areas. There are one or two really good um, surveys that you can do. And again, I'm a bit cautious about, about you know, we, we know there's so many personality tests that are out there and are very helpful to understand ourselves. But anyway, there was there have been one or two simple ones that have been just helped helped us think through in our small groups um you know where do we flow in some of our strong strength areas and under helping understand one another as well um and then and then what we've been doing then on a thursday night is being um hosted by one of our team uh, steve corley who has been doing a deep dive with us which has been a helping us think so um about these different areas so if someone's had a particular strength area in evangelist in as the evangelist um strand then then they'll probably show up on that evening and and have an exploration that evening under unpacking that strength um area and uh, uh think well, okay well how can i move that forward in my own life and actually it's been really good so we've i've actually identified um some people within our own church that are probably more apostolically lined and I've begun to understand some of their dreams uh, yeah. that they want to see happen in Huntington. And I'm like, oh my goodness, I never knew that that was an idea you had. So actually part of my takeaway now is to gather some of those guys together now and say, right, how can we begin to work on some of that coming out of lockdown? So I, I feel quite excited about that. And yeah. I, we managed to get some of our more teaching gifting people together and uh, they're now working on some projects for us on that area. Great. And it's just feel really exciting because yeah. they're, they're buzz. I'm getting emails from people saying, oh, I'm so excited. I now understand who I am and I think I can know how I can flow. So it's like, great. And, and particularly if that's not my strength area, I'm like, yes, come on. Yeah. So uh, so I feel quite excited about this and it works work, for us in a smaller church setting. It is working really well, wow. I think. So it's, yeah. it's exciting. Yeah. So anyone listening who's kind of starting to resonate with this, I know we, um, we interviewed uh, a while back uh, someone who's part of our community uh, mel who absolutely clearly shows up as a pastor um on the ward uh, uh, in hospital um and someone who has a prophetic gift in um who's also in healthcare but a completely different place uh, kind of reshaping and realigning um structures and asking those questions um, but for people who are new to this um what what are the uh assessment things that you talked about and any resources or books that you could recommend yeah 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 i, I um uh, the so so the um the 5q uh, uh um uh, kind of ministry stream have got a lot of resources and they they're right really advanced thinking about uh thinking down these lines and um so 5q 
um, have got some um, some surveys that you can do, some personal surveys, which um, I think that might be paid for. Um, but we've also uh, there's also um, something called the fivefold survey, and that's that's a freebie. I can send you a link for that, um, Joy, um, and and they're, they're they're quite helpful. They you know they they just been to give a little bit of insight. Um, um, so the, the the book I've got here um, is, is a really interesting one. It's called The Pulse of Christ by Nathan Brewer. And it's a training manual and it's got loads of exercises in it to help activate that area within your own life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel that's quite exciting. So well, that's certainly a manual that we're going to be looking into um, and seeing how we can coach a bit more of those uh, within within our own setting that would fill a particular inner strength in one of those areas. Right. Uh, so that would that might be a good starting place. Fab, we'll link those in the podcast uh, notes then, Great. and um, people can connect with them. And I'm looking forward to maybe some more chats as well with some of your team and uh, for us Great. to be as part of the GLX community unpacking this as well. Tim, thank you so much for joining us and for your time. It's good. been so fascinating to dig in a little bit more. <laughs> great to chat thank you so much for the opportunity as well joy and uh, yeah and uh, hope all the rest of the podcast go really well as well thank you yeah and thanks for listening uh, you've been listening to joy blundell and tim anderson on the exchange podcast as we exchange ideas to advance the kingdom everywhere <laughs>